Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! John He's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fairway Finders. We're on episode number 32. Our first full player tournament of the year is upon us. Sony Open. Steve and Donica, how are we doing, lads? How's it going, boys? Oh, hi there, gents. What's the crack? Oh, crack. Much, it no? is, first of all, I just want to put a quick caveat. It is the coldest day in Toronto I can remember for at least the last three years. Yeah, it's brutal out there. I had to walk to work this morning. Oh. Wind. I think it's minus 30 with the wind chill. So yeah. I'm just not. Not made for that stuff. Yeah, yeah I got. I remember, seeing, I remember yeah. seeing minus thirty nine. Real. I, I saw minus thirty. I the, the coldest I've ever experienced myself is minus forty two with wind chill walking to work. That was the coldest yeah. I've ever seen. That was like What's five years ago. Well, you boys have the the path downtown, don't you? In downtown yeah, Toronto, five, underground. Yeah, I literally, I I only had to walk for like maybe five minutes outside and then it dipped into the path a slap mm. rocket in like so yeah out here in the sticks we don't have that kind of luxuries we that we to be real real men and walk out in the the freezing cold my ears were red raw when i got yeah. so i didn't wear a hat because i didn't want to mess the hair up for the few video calls the ears of our listeners are red raw listening to well, hey says your man says your man huh and Don, donnie donnie's on data golf now as well so you're in for no, some here, i just you're I in just, for some treat I want to twist the knife to the Perry's for you and your shitty weather because I took advantage of being up and online early and my lunch break, I decided, fuck it, I'm going to play golf. So off I went, Slacker. stuck the earphones in, listening to a couple of our golf podcasts along the way, played the back nine, played a four over, not too bad, had a birdie, and it was fucking glorious in Dublin today. So I'm very smug about that and... That's probably going to be my new lunch ritual for the foreseeable future is get the clubs, fucking leg it down to the golf course. I got round the nine holes in 70 minutes. Good for you. Brew, can we mute him now? I don't want to be hearing about <laughs> that sort of weather. And you're the host there, Brew. Can you just mute or kick, put him in the meeting room or something, or the lobby? <laughs> put him in the waiting room, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'll yeah. be ideal. Um, so, yeah, I suppose quickly, as I suppose on the old um, Century tournament last week, it was... Um, it was interesting to say the least. I mean, it was fucking bananas. If someone said to me, Mike, you'll go around and play a golf tournament for the weekend, have 32 birdies, an eagle, and one bogey, and not win, I'd say <laughs> you're an absolute fucking moron. Like, yeah. How, like, look, look, I'm all for an old birdie fest, but that. That's not interesting to really watch, is it? Like, no, it kind of in a, in a perverse way, it was kind of interesting, but um, I don't. It, it's been said like you know, a fairly controversial start to the year because yeah, what thirty four under wins it. There's three guys who break thirty under par. It's like <laughs> Sunjay was Sunjay M was twenty four under and didn't even get anywhere near winning this team. Listen, you're. you're you're just not happy because you didn't get any any place money or anything last no. week. That's the only if if, if this is the other around, you'd be like, great <laughs> tournaments, you know, Sunday dominated, it was brilliant. <laughs> Look, I think you have to take it for what it is, right? This is a this is a start of start of year tournament. It's in Hawaii. It's like 
let's just go out, play some golf, get the boys back in the excuse upon back in the swing of things and uh, and move on. So like you, you don't want they're not gonna put US open conditions with, with ticks sure off. I think the point was made on Twitter, and rightly so, that if you take any of these regular PGA Tour events, drop the wind to zero, have soft conditions, and just have guys firing at flags, firing at numbers, knowing they're not going to take a bad hop, knowing they're not going to get a gust. These guys are just too good. They're, like mm. Even with an average putting week, there were guys shooting like 15, 16 under. Yeah, I think Justin Thomas came out and said that, wasn't it? Said that if you give us any any course with no wind and soft greens, we'll tear it apart. So, um, yeah, like you just have to take it what it is. In fairness, now it was Hawaii time, and obviously over here in Dublin, it was just it was just too late for me on a Sunday night on a skill night, whatever. But uh, fair play, Cam Smith. That was the first time Cam Smith ever led an event after thirty six holes, and he just kept plugging and plugging and plugging, and he's got the world number one like breathing down his neck and making birdies after birdies. Like this was a big week for Cam Smith in uh, to, to the point where straight away I put an anti-post bet on Cam Smith for the Masters because he's he's a great fit for that golf course. And I wouldn't be surprised if you go fast forward to April and we're talking on Saturday, Sunday at Augusta, how many times is the Tournament of Champions going to be referenced? Because I'm convinced that John Ram will be in the mix and Cam Smith will be in the mix. And Cam's yeah. now proven, yeah, he can he can assassinate the world number one. Yeah, well, uh, Donny, can I just say that this is yet another event that John Ram has gone in, either in the last group or second to last group, and not won. It's it's a bit of a trend now. He he didn't get it done this time. He didn't get it done at um where where else did he do it? There's so many I can't even think of one. That's bad. Oh, but no, it, it's, it's 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 been. I'm not calling him a bottler, but it's, there's been four or five tournaments now that he's been in contention on a Sunday. And not got it done, like, and I mean, yeah, listen, all all you said, or any, any of them big events. Like, no, listen, Donnie, all last year I've heard you say he's a closer. He he stands yeah, on legs. All like all he won was, and I know it's all he won was was the U.S. Open, right? Fair enough. Got his first major, but every other tournament he's not. I don't know if bottle is the word, but there's something going on there. Well, um, well just the, so the tour, the tour championship, head to head with Cantley, lost it. Ryder Cup head to head with with Scotty Scheffler lost it. This tournament head to head, there's there's at least two or three right, others. So, but I... so Cantley played unbelievable at Eastlake. Uh, Scotty Scheffler shot something like nine under in that round. So he has run into like Ram shot seven under on Sunday. Cam Smith shoots eight under. Fair enough, but it's hardly like a bottle job. I mean, the the proof will come this year. He is still the most underappreciated golfer. Like his strokes gained. Yeah, they, they are. They are, but it's the fucking roof. Yeah. And yeah. So Memorial, there's a totally anomalous situation where he has to pull out leading by four. Yeah, it's he didn't win it though. He yeah, he he had one win last year, which is nuts because you should have had about five. And I reckon the under overs and John Ram wins this year. Let's say he plays 25 times. The over-unders, for me, I reckon probably four, five, maybe. I'd take the under, I'd say. I'll, 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 four, I'll take the over. I think he can win five times this year if he plays 25 events. All I'm going to say is the last two minutes of this podcast is going to be clipped either way. <laughs> yeah, one of us. No, but look, it's it's, it's a valid point, and I know you're John Ram fanboys, and I know I'm... Uh, 
And it, I'm not trying to wind you up, but I think was it the Scottish Open as well? He was in contention on a Sunday. He didn't get Scottish it. Like Scottish Open was the one he bottled. That there's was the one where he actually. So that's that's four win. that's four tournaments we're talking right now that John Ram has been probably odds-on favorite to to um to go and get it done on a Sunday, and he hasn't closed it out. So there's a bit of a trend here, and, and I know you you're notice, big on him. You notice a difference in him the last two years. During any of those four times, did he was he throwing clubs and getting pissed off and getting angry? And it doesn't matter though, does it? Look, well, it maybe 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 he should start throwing clubs. Maybe he should start throwing clubs. Get the get the fire back. Do you know what I mean? He's learning how to to put all those um kind of negative uh tendencies that he has. He's putting them. He's keeping them in the bag, and he's just plowing ahead. And I think the way he handled Memorial was brilliant. Like I mean, he couldn't possibly have handled it in a more professional and a more positive way. Uh, like, he he 100% win, wins one of the majors this year. 100% John Ram wins one of the majors this year. Yeah, I, I think the Open myself. Um, anyway, um, anyway, we can talk about John Ram all day, but um, does anyone have any, like, sort of final thoughts on the Tournament of Champions in terms of, like, anything, really? Oh, I mean, to be fair, like, you know, I watched a bit of it. Like, I, I, I didn't watch that much just because... I saw the scoring in the first day, second day, and I was like, nah, this is a fucking bullshit fucking tournament. But I mean, I have to say, you know, saying that it's very impressive to see what a professional can do at an easy course, quote unquote. Like, you know, it was maybe, you know, 315 to like the front of the green between two bunkers. They'd know if they get the ball there, it's so soft, it won't budge from that area and absolutely lasered it to that little area. Like, all players off the tee, let's say. I think one of them was, it was Cam Smith, and was he playing with, oh, who was he playing with on the second last day? Uh, was it JT or someone? Anyway, both of them, absolute perfect drives. And I was like, watched maybe four or five holes in a row, and it was, that, it was the same thing. Like, every hole had, you know, a fairly small-ish area that it would be a perfect tee shot. And to be fair to lads, like, absolute perfection every tee shot. So look, it's easy, but I think it's also they make it look very easy. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? The, but, um, you know, well, great first uh, tournament in, in the books and, mm-hmm. you know, looking forward to a full, I wouldn't say proper tournament because I think Sony Open will be fairly similar in terms of not scoring ah, that, no. that, that high, but, you know, will it actually be that good a tournament? We'll see. But, no, I will, I think. I think it always shows up some good. Um, the last couple of holes here are, I watched back one of the highlight videos from last year when Kevin Na won it. And uh, there's some real risk reward holes coming down the, the stretch. So I, I think it'll be a good one. There's a good field. Bryson obviously pulled out um, the, today for some wrist injury or something. Um, but no, it's a pretty good field. You have Hideki in there. We'll, we'll obviously get into it more. But um, yeah, no, I think it'll be a good tournament. Well, it, it, like, I mean, it will be a decent tournament. Like, if you're looking a little bit further than the track, I always look forward to the, to the AT&T at Pebble Beach. So that'll be early February. Then that leads into the Phoenix Open. Then that leads into the Genesis where the purse is 12 million. And at Riviera, like a lot of the big guns will be out for that one. Yeah. Um, so we are, we've got a great, um, we've got great momentum now that the yeah. break is over. We've got nothing but golf until September. And hopefully we'll have a bunch of winners by September as well. Yeah. I'm confident we will. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this week we have the Sony Open. Um, Donnie, I think you said you were you were gonna walk us through the uh course and stuff for you. Yeah, the one thing I'm terrified about is I, I haven't heard 
Wahaile Golf Club actually said. I've only seen it written down, so I've probably yeah. I also, to be honest, Andy, I saw that earlier. Club. I was like, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> and what's even worse is this golf course has been part of the the PGA Tour schedule for donkeys years. Yeah, um, it has. Yeah, Wahaile. Anyway, yeah. So know. it's Jack and Donny. It's supposed it's to be weird. a professional man. I know. Yeah. Listen, it's it's January. Everybody's slacking off a bit. Yeah. No, it's fair enough. What's weird about this week um, is it's in Hawaii. It's an entirely different golf course, yet the correlation between guys who play well at the Tournament of Champions and guys who play well at the Sony Open is really strong. So instead of these wide undulating fairways and a long golf course in Kapalua, this week you've got quite narrow fairways and it's much, much shorter. So it's about 600 yards shorter. Now, it, that's obviously it's not a par 73. It's, it's a par 72, I'm assuming. Par 70. Oh my god, Jesus. Wow. Talk about amateur. Error. And yeah, especially because um JT is the owner of one of the PGA Tours 59s, and he did it here in 2017. Um open round, shot a 59, went ahead and won the tournament by seven. Um, that was 27 under. So in terms of the scoring, this is again uh like you're talking between 17 to like 22, 23 under par. If the wind does blow, though, it can be a much diff- more difficult test. So Cam Smith won this last year, one of a few guys who's done the Hawaiian double now. Um, he won it at 11 under. So, and, and they are forecasting winds for about like 15 miles an hour this week. So you are going to have to control your ball flight a little bit. You're going to have to be aware of the wind. In terms of what you need around here, uh, this is a bit of... Yeah, fuck it. It's a glorified putting contest around here. Ah, Donnie. Even though the fairways are narrow, the uh, driving accuracy is a relatively unimportant uh, statistic this week in, in that we've had guys who've won this in the past and their driving accuracy has been like nowhere near uh, nowhere near the sharp end. It's a se- um, it's a second shot golf course, Donnie. That, that's what it's, it's approach. Cert- yeah, so and, and especially from like 150 to 150, 175 yards, there's about 30% of shots come in from that range. So a statistic that we looked at in depth this week is guys with the highest uh, birdie percentage of those approach shots. Um, and I'll, I'll re- of the top five in the field based on the season of 2021 are who are playing this week. Brennan Steele, Corey Connors, Jason Cockrack, Michael Thompson, and Kevin Na, who won the Sony Open last year. And yeah. Steele has an unreal record around here as well. He, he has two is, top fives, I think. He was second last, last year, tied fourth the year before. Yeah. So he, he loves the place. Yeah. Um, so the data says that Steele's a good pick. The course form says that Steele is a good pick. And I mean, we can get into who our picks are if you'd like. Yeah, do you know what I heard about that fella? Actually, I heard, I heard he has nerves of steel. Brandon Jesus, does. Jesus. Fucking hell! Jesus. Ding, 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 ding! Can we put some? Uh, <laughs> you know, those the... in the in the waiting room, will you, bro? Stick yeah. him in the. I know, yeah, that, that put him in the ball to be honest. The class, I thought that was <laughs> nerves of steel. I heard. Do you know? Uh, link to the podcast. Wasn't Brennan Steele who Jason Sabell caddied for? Correct. Yeah, good memory. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, so... You got um, something right, Danny, at least. Well, the, la- the last thing to say uh, in terms of, like, preview, like, Sony Open, like, just having a look at what kind of player is going to win this. As I said, putting competition. Ten of the last 12 winners have ranked in the top six of putting. 
Um, I don't know if the last seven years, the only one who didn't was Kevin Na. And I think he ranked like 21st or something. So if a guy is not putting well, if a guy doesn't put well in Bermuda Greens, if there's no, re- if there's any reason for you to doubt his ability to, to put, just don't back him this week. Simple as that. Agreed. Okay, so here do we have. So, Steve, do you want to go first? Uh, do you know what? I will. I'll, I'll crack into it. So, I've I've two picks for the week. Um, so one of them is going to be my my one and done, um, pick for the week as well. So I'm putting all my eggs in in one basket. So for anyone who wants to jump onto the one and done, there's still some spots left. It's the race race for the Mayo Cup. It's a hundred and twenty five dollar entry, and uh, it's a nice fifty grand first prize. Um, so you basically pick one golfer every week. Uh, your earnings for that golfer get added up throughout the season and you're only allowed to pick each golfer once. So that's something we'll probably chat about a little bit on the, the podcast throughout the, the season as well. I can't wait to take your money when I wipe the floor okay. with you. Yeah, we'll see about that. Anyway, um, so my main bet isn't actually my one and done because I'm going to keep them for later on in the season. But my number one bet is Russell Henley this week so russell henley is 35 to 1 uh, i got him eight places each way so henley as i said initially there it's, it's a second shot golf course uh, and russell henley is just missed their second shot so he finished sixth on the pga tour last year on strokes gain approach uh he has course form as well so he finished uh tied 11th last year at this event and uh, one course that i'm kind of correlating form with on both and of my picks he also won this in 2013 yeah he did but i didn't get that far back in my research Donny. to be fair so um thanks for that um look at i'm just trying to uh to pump up your rationale yeah 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 no appreciate it and uh the the course and the event i'm correlating a lot of the form with is the rbc heritage at harbour town nice. which is a, a shorter tracks par 70 bermuda greens um so Russell Henley was T9 at that event last year. So Henley, he's a little bit of a bottler, I would say. He's a frustrating guy to follow. He had one event last year. The name slips my mind. I had him backed and he was four shots clear. He was 54-hole lead in the US Open as well, wasn't he? Was he, yeah. But he yeah. wasn't tied with Mackenzie Hughes. And there were three guys tied and Ram was two back. And potentially potentially but his big his big chance was he was he was three or four shots clear going into the back nine on a sunday he had a pot to get into a playoff and he missed the pot um so oh, he, yeah yeah oh, that? yeah i can't remember which one it was um but anyway it was, i think it was the one with like the six-man playoff do you remember was was that the one and then scott missed that short birdie oh, yeah no, it was the windham was that it yeah that that, that sounds about right exactly that yeah so he's, he's had chances but it's only a matter of time before he gets his next win uh, and I, I think this type of course this type of event suits suits him perfectly so he's my main bet at 35 to 1 uh, my sec- second bet and my one and done for the for the week is going to be Stuart Sink um, so Stuart Sink is 100 to 1 to, to win the event outright so the thing with Sink so he again going back to the Harbour Town link so he won Harbour Town uh, last year he won it well he he held off Grio on Sunday uh, that course was also played on Bermuda Greens so he obviously is comfortable on him he puts well on him in terms of approach he was somewhere in the 30s last year in terms of strokes gained approach and he was also positive 
uh, last week in uh, Hawaii in terms of uh, strokes gain on approach for that that specific event. So he's got his little warm up last week. He's back in a, a smaller, shorter track, which I think suits his game very well. And he's playing with a, a bunch of confidence, nothing to lose. Uh, so I, I just think Sink, he and the other thing, I think he came, where was he last year? He was he was tied 19th at this event last year. And did he win it? Did he win it before, Donnie? Uh, he may have done. It would be. It would have been in the noughties if he did. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I think he he's already acclimatized. He's warmed up for the event, and I I think a hundred to one. Isn't it so ridiculous that Stuart Sink shot eighteen under par last week and finished uh, sixteen shots off the leader? Yeah, yeah it <laughs> is like it's like give. Give him a chance, would you? I'm sorry, the, the big thing with Sink was that he finished T20 here last year, but he shot an even par 70 uh, on the final day. So he was bang up there and then just fell back down the leaderboard. So I think I think Sink is a dark horse this week. I would definitely advise you to get on him at 100 to 1. Taking a little bit of a risk, we're putting him as the one and done, but he's probably not a guy I'm going to use for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, no, uh, that, that's, a, that's a wise one and done. I mean, you don't like if you're taking like if you're taking any of the top guys this week, you're kind of you kind of lost your mind. Yeah, the Espe- it's, especially if they, yeah, especially I, I like someone that's played last week that has a bit of good form. As I said, he he gained shot he gained shots off the tee and he gained shots on approach last week on the field, uh, and I just I just think he's in a decent little purple patch over the last year, and I think he can keep that going. I think he's probably really enjoying the fact he's had an extra crack. Yeah. Not an extra crack. Like, I mean, he's in his late 40s and, you know, he's a recent winner, you know, like one at Harbortown. Or, yeah, at Harbortown. Harbortown, yeah. And he's he's kind of in the stage of his career now where he's seriously just enjoying himself and having yeah. a crack. Yeah, that, that's the thing. And it's a, as I said, it, it, it's a similar layout. It's going to be a similar winning score that, that Sink won it on, similar green. So, yeah, I think 100 to 1 is a massive price on him. So, there are my two Henley and Henley thirty five to one sink hundred to one and sink one and done, and the the one guy I just left off who I was gonna back was Siwoo Kim, but I decided uh, he he was last off the shortlist for me. So yeah, who who do you have, boys? Yeah, go on, Jordan. You go. You go ahead there, sir. Yeah. So listen, um, last week. Uh... Uh, Sunjay Im, I was convinced he was going to win. In the end, he was he was kind of miles off, even though he, he played fairly well. He was one shot outside the places in T eight. Um, I had a little saver though. Justin Thomas was four to one on Sunday to make the top five, and I got a partial place, so I got a little bit of money back, but it was still negative for the opening week. But this week, I really want to. Obviously, every week I want to find a winner, but I've actually made five picks this week. So really quickly, I'll go through each of them. Just back um, the whole field, Donnie, why don't you? Ah, come on, we can fight. Sure, you see, lads on golf Twitter. Golf Twitter is hilarious. Oh, I'm I'm plus seventy eight units for the year. Yeah, mate, you've backed thirteen golfers. Of course, you are. Uh, it's all about the bottom line, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But P and L, it like I say, it annoys me when guys pick so many golfers. But maybe I should just start joining them. So this is maybe my first foray into picking more golfers. You can't um, beat them. Join them, Donnie. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want winners, man. Yeah, For sorry me, to interrupt yeah. you. Go on, tell tell us who you're backing. No, so um, first pick, we'll just go shortest price to longest price. So Mark Leishman is going to be my shortest price pick. Uh, it's he's a guy that I generally tend to stay away from because 
it, it's just anecdotal, but I just notice them fade off leaderboards when things get to the sharp end. And I don't like that as a trait. Don't have data to back that up. It's just uh, an observation. But uh, he had a decent showing last week. Like, um, where did he finish last week? T11th, I think it was. Uh, uh, uh. Tied 10th. Tied 10th, 23 under par. Amazingly lost the heap of ground because he shot only five under on Sunday which is gas. But in terms of his metrics last week, he was top 50% in all strokes gained metrics. Um, and he was ninth in putting, which I liked because um, he can be a very streaky putter. His record around Sony Open, so he's played this every year for a long time and he's been top five in two of the last three years. So he tied fourth last year, tied third the year before. Um, and he's really strong on strokes gained approach around this golf course. Um, so... He was he led the field in strokes gained approach last year. Um, he was also second off the tee. Doesn't really matter a huge amount around here. And third strokes gained tee to green. Um, just needs a better week with the putter. Uh, but the signs were promising last week, so happy to take him at twenty to one. Yeah, he lo- he likes Bermuda grass as well, Donny. He won um, he won the Arnold Palmer at Bay Hill, which is on on Bermuda. So I think I think he's a good chair. He's a bit short for me. I'm more of a I'm more of a 50, 66 to one kind of better on Mark Leishman, but I think he's he's probably a fair price for the field. Um, yeah, I no, listen, I, I am with you. Like, so right now he is fifth favorite. Cam yeah. Smith, eight to one. Wow. Um Madness. Webb Simpson 14. Sunjay is 16s. I wanted to back him again, but just the putter, uh, putter troubles. Can't be back in a Sunjay M in a putting contest. Hideki 16s, Kevin Naz 25s, Corey Connors 25s, Answer Harris English 28s. Not that strong a field. Not bad. No, Answer is probably overpriced. Yeah, I might have a look at that. He, he should great be point. in that 16 to 20. Um, yeah, I would have thought so too. And yeah. to be fair, Corey Connors is another guy who, 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 uh, his approach play is outstandingly good. There's something so, about yeah, him, even though he's yeah. Canadian and I have a bit of Canadian bias these days. Like, I, I, there's something about him. I just don't, I backed him a few times and he's let me down terribly. And I think um, it's because Brew always backs him too. So, yeah, yeah. do you know what? Do you know what, Danny? I think, I think you've got to the bottom of it. That, that's why I don't trust <laughs> him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, moving on, my second pick is my favorite pick this week. It's total recency bias. I don't care. Matt Jones, 40 to 1. He was just like, Practical joke good over the weekend at the Tournament of Champions. So he finished third. He started with a three under par 69. Sorry, a three under par 70, which by Kapalua standards is not a great start. And then the weekend, he shot 23 under for the weekend. People were were had their mouths agape at Cam Smith being 17 under through two rounds. This dude would have been 23 under if you swapped the rounds over. Crazy. Um so his his just statistics last week, he was second in putting, he was fourth off the tee, fourteenth green, sixteenth in approach, so midfield on approach, not fantastic. Um his record at Sony, yeah, it's not great. Tied eleventh last year is his best effort. He's played it four times. Um tied 38th, tied 39th, tied 29th. Not brilliant, but made all cuts. Um what I really liked as well was he was fourth in putting around here last year and he was ninth in strokes gained approach um and that was in spite of only coming tight 11th with such good data so i just think 40 to 1 um his ability to have gone solo in such an elite field last week really turned my head and uh, i'm i'm a big fan 
and um, based on what I saw last week, so I'm definitely all over him at 41. I just don't think he has the the game, Donny, to back it up two weeks in a row. Like I think, fair enough, he, he, he played played out of his skin last week, and you can't deny 23 under over the weekend. But yeah, but I mean, I I don't he, think he's good enough to to back that up again this well, week. I mean, and I, I could be wrong. Could I be wrong. And say, there's no such thing as um a guy who wins the Honda Classic who can't hang with the, with with the best players in the world. Yeah, the like that's a proper test. Ah, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it is. Yeah, and if you, if you can win there. I genuinely think you can win anywhere, um, so we'll see. But yeah. anyway, he, he's my he's my favorite pick this week. Um, the other three picks I'll just go through really briefly. So we mentioned about them earlier. Brennan Steele is eighty five to one on the exchange. Uh, bear in mind, second last year, fourth the year before that, um, too big a price. Just can't. And and even like his recent form, a little bit patchy, but he was tied second at the Zozo, which isn't that long ago. Um, and his strengths match this golf course pretty well. So he's he's a decent putter. He's excellent approach play. That's where he really stands out. So as I mentioned earlier on, uh, the number one player on the tour last year in terms of his birdie percentage from 150 to 175 yards. Um, and yeah, I just I, I, it's too big a price. Um, I also separately backed him to be top ten at seven to one. So just an extra couple of places. No way. That's all. Like yeah. that's I need to get on that myself. I'm looking him up here to see what he is for. A top 20 finish because I think you might get like three to one or something, four to one, even but, still low. Top that that's a huge price for him to finish saver. top 20. Yeah, it's a great saver. Um, so one three, other three one. to one, Donnie. Yeah, three to one, top yeah. 20. Give me yeah. some of that. And if I just top 10 is super achievable considering yep. what he's done here. Oh, yeah, without doubt. Yeah. Um, my other two picks, my last two picks, one of them is I just want to be able to play the. I just love uh, having a cold beer with the guys. I'm picking Graham McDowell, 125 to one. So uh, his last start here, and it's probably, I think it was his, his uh, last start in a long while. He was tied fourth here in 2020. During that, he was ninth in putting, 18th on approach. Lack of distance um, that he has off the tee. It is neutralized this week because it's quite narrow. Like, Bombers have an inherent advantage, but it's kind of equalized around here for the most part. It's quite speculative. I don't know what he's been doing with his game. He's probably looking at the likes of Stuart Sink, the likes of Mickelson, the likes of Harrington, watching them perform well into their 40s. And he's probably like, here, Poulter as well. Why why can't I do that? I'm not done yet. So 125 to 1 for a major champion. That's fine by me. Yeah. Um, I have a little punt on him. And then finally. This bet is because I want to make sure I'm watching what he's doing. Keita Nakajima has been the world amateur number one for like nearly 50 weeks in a row. Um, he's already qualified for three of the four majors this season. So he's not into the USPGA, but he's qualified separately for the other three by winning different events. Um, really impressive. His golf swing, please go and Google Keita, as in Nabi Keita, Nakajima, N-A-K-A-J-I-M-A. Stick it into YouTube, look at a swing, and tell me it's not Adam Scott in disguise. He swings it so like Adam Scott, it's crazy. Uh, I think he's going to be a star. Ex-amateur world number ones, like Samarakawa, Ram, Cantley, a whole bunch of superstars. Um, and I'm just going to back him to be top 20. He's about 9-1 to one to be top 20, which is super achievable considering how good a player he is. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to put a couple of quid on just to make sure I'm 
I'm keeping an eye. Um, not necessarily have a huge expectation for him, but you'll hear that name a hell of a lot over the next couple of years. So four outrights and one one top twenty. Yep, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. So, not as bad as five outrights. You know what I mean? No, no. But so a couple of savers in there. Leishman twenty to one. Matt Jones forty to one. Brennan Steele eighty five to one, and then separately seven to one top ten. Greg McDowell one hundred and twenty fives, and Kate Nakajima top twenty at nine to one. That Brennan Steele bet is just a must. Juicy. I, I'll Juicy. probably do. I'll probably do the top twenty at three to one as a as a as a saver for the week. Whatever yeah. whatever money I stake, I'll put that get the money back off him top twenty. Oh, and and the one um I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast or before we went live, but my one one and done for this week is almost certainly going to be Kevin Kisner, even though he's not in my the rest of my picks, because Boy. I'm looking at Kevin Kisner, I'm looking at his course form, I'm looking at what he did last week, and uh, it seems kind of absurd that I'm not backing him. But would, you not, would you not save him for the Wyndham later in the year? Yeah, yeah like there's a couple of spots where he, he can play really well. It'll either be Brendan Steele or it'll be Kevin Kisner. It'll be one or two. Brendan Steele's probably a good good one and done to be fair because you're not going to use him again imagine, I can't imagine myself fancying Brendan Steele any more than than on paper what you'd fancy him this week. you never know you never know he's nervous steel obviously so anyway bro uh, who who'd you got this week yeah so I I mirror uh, Donny in Leishman and and, and Jones um, and I won't even speak any any more on that. I do think Leishman is probably a bit short. I do agree, agree with you, Steve. He's more of a, Thanks, a player you see hovering at between mid-30s to mid-40s. Um, however, I do think that this tournament this torn will definitely suit him. And look, sure, we'll see if he can live up to the, to the hype of his price. Um, Two Australians, bro. Yeah, I think Australia can go back to back. Like, you know, they totally already do. So, kind of, there's always at least one Australian that contends this yeah so I, that, I do think that, that Australia can that? go a double double for, for, for the first two uh, tournaments of, of, of the year but um, before I get to my other I have one more pick um, but I want to have two honourable mentions um, I know you've kind of said a few of them but Abraham answer is 35 to 1 that is, is an insane that big, is price he? That is an no insane price. yeah that's, that's there's, there's nuts value in that yeah I will probably get on that so, geez, yeah, hundred percent get on that. So, in, in, uh, that jumped off the page at me immediately. Like that was the one value price I've ever seen in in betting. So, I might throw a few squid on him each way. Um, but another person, two people I wanted to mention quickly was Corey Connors. I know you mentioned him earlier. Um, <laughs> you know, I I I do think that this is a tournament that's suited more for him. Um, I think he's 25 to one, probably a bit short for his current form. Um, but again, you know, it's a, it's a Hawaiian course. You, you kind of never it know. Went what, close what in, um, he was tied third in 2019 when Kuchar yeah. won by four. So. But the, there's no way answer should be 35 to one in Corey Connors. If Corey Connors is 25 to one. That's, I agree. That's I agree. outrageous. That's a mistake. Yeah. yeah. And then another yeah. name that Donnie said was important around this, I think you said strokes gained. Um, and I think you listed the top five and I believe this lad was in there. So correct me if I'm wrong, but Jason Kokrak is 40 to one. Yeah. And he was in that list. So, you know, again, I think uh, Kokrak and answer at 40 to 1 and 35 to 1 respectively i think that's insane value right there 
I'd just um, be my, my only the only thing with Cockrack again is the recency bias, and it's it's based on like the fact we're at the start of the year and there's been a hiatus. But he was dead last last week, Cockrack. He lost. The, he was yeah. he yeah. was nearly bottom and putting. He was nearly he was nearly bottom off the tee. Um, he was he had a stinker. Like yeah, I prefer him on a bigger, bigger, more open course than I think. Obviously, his approach game is good, but I have I do I have concerns about him definitely. Yeah, no, that's that, that's right. I just saw I just saw a few of those lads big price. to me. So yeah, I, I big price just, just, there. just to mention anyway. But uh my third pick um is Hideki Matsuyama. I got him at 18s this morning. Um so he played here in 2020 and 2021. He was 12th in 2020 and he was 19th last year. However, he was second and first in strokes gained T to green. So he literally just couldn't get it done with the putter. Um, you know, we all saw how well he is, how, how good he is with a wedge around the greens at like Augusta. And I think considering he's nearly double the price of Cam Smith, I think he's worked a punt this week. That is also yeah, yeah. nice. I, I think Cam he's he's a class player in the field, to be fair, Hideki is, but I I just don't know how how motivated he's going to be to win the Sony Open in Hawaii when we have major season coming up. But yeah, well, yeah no, I, I like I like to pick. I think it's good. But like, yeah, to so, be honest, the standout yeah. out of all for me is answered. Like, answer. I was I, just I, I was literally just about to say. But if for any picks that I haven't done necessarily myself, even though I'll be perfectly honest, you know, after seeing thirty five to one, I think I am probably going to put a bet on. So I, I, oh, I will just yeah. say I have four yeah. picks this week. Then yeah, because... you can. I'll have three picks and I'll add answers because you can't yeah. you can't pass off thirty five in this field. Yeah, as oh, good like, as his like, approach it's outrageous. game is well. like, I, like, I, I, To be honest, I only caught it just before coming on the podcast. Otherwise, I would have been straight on to you being like, lads, have you seen this? Because, yep. you know, that's an that's insane value. <laughs> did, uh, speaking of that, actually, did you see, um, I don't know if you noticed, but one of the US uh, betting providers, someone fucked up. I oh, saw this. Web I know Simpson. what you're going yeah. to yeah. 50 to 1. And people actually managed to get, get, get a price. People actually managed to get the price, and I think so he was, was he was five, five to one to be top ten or some something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Hilarious! And he's I like think, even money on on our betting yeah. sites. I think it was DraftKings, was it DraftKings Sports? Someone fucked up anyway. Yeah, someone's just, getting so fired. Is like in when I used to, I used that used to be my job in in when I worked for a Matchbook was putting up the actual odds because I worked with with the uh, seeding team. Hmm. Man, I, I I've done it before. I've done oh, it before, yeah. and you click enter, and we have a ticker on on one screen, and all you'll see is a ticker just light up with like bets, and you're just like, <laughs> no, oh, fire sale. You're just because like <laughs> the, no, the like the best part was when like you were say you were doing football, and you look and you see the ticker just lighting up, and it's golf. You just turn and go. It was pressing the golf class. <laughs> oh, fuck. He fucked up there. <laughs> we um, we had a great one in, in college. There was a there was a horse race in Wolverhampton. And Paddy Power had the odds the wrong way around. So the favorite was the outsider. The second favorite. Oh, and, no. So I, I think the favorite went off at like 100 to 1 or something like that. So I, I, it's the worst thing ever. I, I, a lot of money on it. And I got a call on my phone. And I picked it up and it was Paddy Power. But if I didn't answer that call, my bets would have stood. But because I answered the call, they said, we're going to void your bets. So I and the other lads didn't answer their phones and they all won huge money. No way. Yeah. yeah like, as 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 um 
flippant as that. Yeah. Like, Imagine that. I was cracking up. I was like, I'll never answer my phone ever again. So still having to this day. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair now, I remember like when we were in that situation, um, we 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 had a rule on our website that if it was over 20% off of the market value, we we had the right to uh, definitely, Yeah, I, I remember something I remember like that. From, um, I remember from being lab broken by fair days. There is a fail safe that exists. Yeah, that if, yeah. If, I think yeah, it's, it's like if, if it's if it's more than a twenty percent deviation based yeah, from on, yeah from market, market value, then they're allowed to cancel. They, they yeah. pay the twenty percent deviation and like it's it's listen. It's I think it's the amount money. of money I had on that. That's I think the lads only had a few like a few euro on it, but I, I had fifty hundred quid on it or something. <laughs> that, that's why. Dead right. Uh, like because uh, I had plenty of money in the accounts. I was like like did he is, win by the way. The favorite one, yeah, and it was like oh, hundred. Oh, it was like a hundred to oh, one or something. I was sick. I was honestly sick, especially in college as well, because I pay for the beer for the the month. For the, six the months, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Your luck. What can you All do? Right. Okay, well, look, sure, yeah. So there, there, our, our picks. Myself and Steve have have added uh, Abraham answer then to our to our picks. Um, you can't not. You can't not at yeah. thirty five to one. 100%. Yeah, no, that, that's like hopefully, hopefully, there's a winner in there. I think we'll definitely. We'll definitely have some enjoyment uh, on Sunday afternoon with us. Um, and I think the, the last thing to mention is how, how good the coverage was this week on um with ESPN, ESPN Plus. Plus. It yeah. was such a game changer. It's so nice to see because obviously it was Hawaiian time, so it's three hours ahead of Eastern time. Um, But it was just un- unbelievable to be able to turn on the TV. I think it was like half three in the day here and, and actually see the first few groups going out instead of just waiting for the back nine to see the leaders tee off like it's it's an absolute game changer hopefully they'll keep it going interesting to see how it's going to turn out now with uh 154 guys in the field but good start anyway yeah no the, the coverage no complaints um especially because this is an off-peak time of the year for golf like, obviously we adore it we adore it we watch it every week but um you know we're we're golf you know golf obsessives um, that's know, how it should be though yeah it's, it's coverage, like... I think the coverage kind of switches from maybe maybe the 18th or maybe the genesis onwards generally it, it it increases several notches and then between like after a Ryder Cup if it's a Ryder Cup year until now it's usually really dog shit there's like two cameramen out on the course <laughs> and one of them has a camera that's 25 years old yeah exactly blowing dust off the screen yeah, <laughs> but no, it's a big, big improvement, much needed, and I think all of golf Twitter is, uh, which is a, a mad place. Golf that could be a separate podcast for just golf Twitter. We should do a, we should do a golf Twitter podcast we and should. call out, call out some, it's <laughs> call insane. Out some it's, it's, and it's, canonize it's, some legends because, yeah. like, there's a guy, there's an Irish guy, Nosferatu, um, is his handle, and if you Stat want. Man. If you want stats, and I mean, if you want to know exactly what score Seamus Power needs to hit to get ahead of Shane Lowry, for example, in the World Rankings, he'll tell you he's an absolute king. He is, by a way, the best stats guy on Twitter. Um, Nosferatu, get all, get get following him. Um, he's brilliant. Yeah, and get following us on at Finders Fairway as well. Donnie, I think you put up some great, great stats for the week, so good trends. Yeah, we're, we're going to start. We're do, a bit more of that, do a bit more. We're going to do a thread every week, which is going to be 
so I, I love going data mining. It's kind of, I do it for a living and I really enjoy it. I'm like a nerd with data. And I'm going to try and pick out the three or four most compelling data points every week, put them up on a Monday night, Monday evening. Um, so yeah, do follow us for that. Obviously follow us please on Instagram as well. So we're the Fairway Finders pod there. And lastly, this is massive. We'd massively appreciate it. If you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you so much. Um, could you please give us a review, give us a rating? Five stars would be immensely helped and appreciated. We should probably start saying that at the start of the podcast for those that switch off after yeah, 15, yeah, 20 sure. minutes. You know what I mean? Although open, our, that our could be an open actually, line. Our analytics are very good in that our, the average listen time is very high, I've noticed. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good, yeah. It is really high. Yeah, it's really, really high. So what's, that's wrong, what's wrong? People must have nothing better to Ah, listen. Right, Lockdown, listen, I suppose. Listen to the wife. Lockdown. Oh, hey. Yo. All right. Oh, hey. right, boys, is that a wrap? It is, That's it. Done. Done. Okay. We shall see you next week, so boys. See you later. Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! oh he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Yeah! Shane Lowry is the Open champion.